Well, hello, Jasper. It's nice to uh, talk with you again. Hey, you too, David. It's been a long time. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Seems like you've got a, some interesting things going on. I do. I do. I'm on day 27 now of a solid food vacation. Solid. Uh, I love that term. <laughs> a solid food vacation. Yeah. Otherwise known as a juice feast. A juice um, feast. Another great. Yeah. Term. Well, this is a, a an easy way to conduct a prolonged fast because you're able to drink as much juice as you like. You can drink six liters, eight liters a day if you want. Uh, and it gives you calories and you still get skinny. I'm down to 65 kgs at the moment. I'm over six foot tall. So I've lost a lot of weight. Wow. Uh, yeah. But I still, I'm still lucid. <clears throat> I still have energy. I'm still going swimming every day, doing my press ups. Um, and most importantly, I'm cleaning out because that was the purpose of doing this detox. I've had chronic health issues for years, which were just getting worse. And I was trying everything and nothing was working. And eventually I, I, I remembered from various sources I'd heard about fasting and, and, and then also this juice feast idea. And I thought, well, let's give it a go. And it's just working incredibly. And the, the, the realizations that are coming out of this are a very, a, a, a very interesting, I think. And that's, so that's what we're going to be right. talking about in this show. Right. Fantastic. Um, the realizations that there are things that are coming out of you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> things that are coming out, dirty, nasty old things, uh, you know, old, old, hardened kind of uh, fecal matter that I think we're probably all carrying around with us. And uh, as that's coming out, I'm not only feeling physically lighter, but psychologically lighter as well. I mean, I'm a, a long term spiritual practitioner and I, I, I've learned over the years how to manage my my emotions and and uh, a normal human being and, and get you know the same emotions as everybody else. But I, I've learned not to <clears throat> react like I used to. Uh, but even so, I've I noticed that, that there's still a lot of sort of darkness in me. Uh, there can be a lot of irritability uh, because my, my chronic health issue is my liver, which is connected with anger. And so it's it's not really anything that anybody sees, but I, I feel it more in myself. Just this sort of background, uh, you know, kind of just mm. pissed offness and irritability. Um, mm. And I manage it really well, uh, but still it's there. And it, of course, it will be better not to have it. And um, as the fast progresses, I'm finding that um, as old um, triggers come in that I used to feel would kind of hang around for a while and I would sort of have to be very mindful that they I didn't get taken over by them. Um, they're falling by the wayside much quicker. Um, and in addition to this, um, I'm also in my own experience starting to realize some of the wisdom that uh, Jesus was talking about the Essene gospel of peace. I don't know if our listeners have heard about that. Um, it's something that 
Orthodox Christians, if if you guys do know about it, you're probably going to think that it's just a fake. It's not real. And my take on it is that we have to understand that Jesus, he began his ministry at the beginning of the age of Pisces. Okay, and in fact, so Pisces is the the astrological uh, glyph for Pisces is the fish. And so that the early Christians, they that that was their secret symbol, the fish. He was the fisherman as well. So it's not a coincidence. It's really not a coincidence that Jesus, uh, he ushered in the possibility of what Pisces has to offer us. And we have to understand that Pisces is being the 12th astrological sign. It represents the really the highest level of spirituality, the highest level of God realization. Um, and of course, in, maybe in a, in a less um, uh, enlightened way, it can also represent organized religion and um, also uh, sort of new age uh, silly ideas and uh, illusion and delusion um, connected with Neptune, which can be a lot, uh, a lot to do with delusion. But anyway, in, in its highest um, expression, Pisces, it represents enlightenment, total connection with God in, in the highest way. And Jesus, right at the start, in my opinion, was bringing humanity the the, the, the most beautiful spiritual teaching that I think uh, that I've found. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm also to some extent a Taoist. Um, I love the Taoist uh, tradition of, of really being in your belly, being in your center and, and connecting with nature. Um, but Jesus, uh, his whole teaching was based around love and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Right. And we didn't we didn't see that. It's like that was that was revolutionary because some people claim that in in the lost years before he started his ministry, when he was 30, that he was actually over in India and he was learning from Buddhists or Hindus. And so they don't have a teaching of of unconditional love. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't hear that as the main tenets that they're talking about. No, exactly. That's right. And that really was the main tenet of Jesus's teaching. And mm-hmm. so we also have to understand that with with it, with Pisces being the highest sign, it's this, this, this the Pisces spirituality is not about ultimately about dogma. It's not about having to prove that his teaching was real because it was, you know, we know through looking at the historical sources um that uh we can trust um that something was written down and it wasn't really changed that much we 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 can't really do that with pisces because it's a more nebulous kind of energy it's a, it's an energy which integrates with the two fish the two fish swimming in opposite directions at the same time so this mm-hmm. is the like the the yang and the yin the masculine and I- the feminine completely different energies the masculine energy is very rational it needs peer-reviewed science before it really accepts something and then the feminine is well it doesn't need that at all it just feels right and Mm -hmm. 
when you get those two working together at the same time, which I feel I, uh, I'm a Pisces, by the way, five planets in Pisces, sun and moon. I'm Pisces to the max, you know, so. Um, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sun and so, moon, huh? Well, I really have, I really have this, this feeling. I, I was told by an astrologer years ago when I first started this whole journey that um, one of my purposes was to explain the unexplainable. And I thought, well, how do I do that? And 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 I've come to realize, wow, this I, it makes complete sense in a way that somehow that is spiritual pointing. It's trying to, it's using language in a way that you can't really explain the unexplainable. Um, but any good, authentic, and maybe new kind of spiritual idea, you can point towards something so that if people um, are curious and they're not just coming from their heads but also coming from their hearts and their guts they can kind of feel what you're sort of getting at and this is so mm-hmm. this is a very piscean kind of idea okay and yeah and so in the ocean gospel of peace jesus is is he's people ask him to heal them and he basically says, look, you have to get in, in order to heal yourselves. I'm not, I won't do it for you, but you have to um, surrender to the will and to the laws of your earthly mother. This is what he says, your earthly mother. And, and again, we don't get that in orthodox spirituality. We never hear about the mother, mm-hmm. the, the mother, Mary. But she's a you know, virgin, for goodness sake, or very right sort of abstracted and and uh, and kind of safe and almost asexual in the background mm-hmm. um but jesus is you know, he's speaking very much about uh, we have to um surrender and to um observe the laws of nature in order for us to um uh, to heal ourselves and so he speaks about fasting uh, in, in the book, he speaks about doing enemas. He tells them how to do an enema. Get yourself a gourd, hollow it out, fill it, fill it up with, uh, with nice fresh river water and irrigate your bowels. And um, So again, it's like it's a Piscean thing. And we, it's, it's something I feel if, we, if we're not just going to be applying a very rational, let's say, masculine biased um, a, a masculine bias on God that um, we have to understand everything that God says and all of God's teachings must be written down in words in a book. This is, is very much coming from the rational mind, from the masculine. Whereas mm-hmm. the feminine is saying, well, actually, God is he's not speaking to us through words in a book at all. That's, ma- that's man is speaking to us. God is speaking to us through nature he's bang right now he's speaking to us through the light and the space and the the experience that we're having right now this is how he and she is speaking to us and uh if we can really slow down and listen to this immediate experience of ours and to fully engage in it and honor it then well goodness who knows maybe our lives might start getting better Hmm. Okay. And yeah. so you have been you have been doing this 
this recipe for fasting and cleansing and making the body uh, cleaner yes. for 27 days now. For 27 days, and I intend to continue until I'm getting no- nothing more solid out. And I'm hoping that's going to be by day 40. Um, but uh, if it um, if it if I have to go longer, I will, because as I said, I, I have a very good reason for doing this, overcoming chronic health issues, which uh, I've just lived with for for too many too many years. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I've come to realize what Jesus is speaking about in the Essene Gospel of Peace, that he's telling the people who are asking for help that your earthly mother loves you unconditionally. She doesn't have any conditions upon you, no matter what you've done, no matter how horrible you've been and how nasty you've been um, and how much you've, you've disrespected yourself and the earth. You cannot put your concept of what love is onto the earth and, and, and uh, the spirit of the earth and, and also onto God. And I, I think this is what we do, isn't it? We um, we sort of have this concept of unconditional love, but if we really got it fully, we would all just forgive us, all, all Christians and Buddhists and everybody else. We would just say, "Wow, I've I've got it." I've you know, like Neo with the with the um, hard drive in the back of his head. He said, "Wow, I I understand. I understand mm-hmm. unconditional love. Wow, cool." And everything would be would be forgiven mm-hmm. but it's not because we're still carrying around this um we have these judgments and and uh, etc inside of ourselves and as i mentioned earlier in this conversation uh for the most part i was just managing that it's like i didn't have enough power of ram i didn't have enough power of processing power of love in myself to just cut through the whole thing and you say, no, you know what? Wow. I just, I just completely love this and it's all going and, and then, and, and I instantaneously feel the, the, the result of that. It seems that that's not enough. It seems that this unconditional love is not something that we just think about, not just something that we, we, we pray and we say prayers for people. Um, we actually have to embody it. We have to walk that that talk by being in 100% harmony and alignment with the laws of Mother Nature. And when we start to do that, then we start to realize, oh, my God, he was right. Jesus was right. You know, my, my earthly mother and my heavenly father really do love me unconditionally. I can feel it. I really can feel this sense of, of wow, this is just extraordinary. It's absolutely extraordinary. And it doesn't, of course, condone me to be an asshole. Um, it's again, that that's that would be sort of like a maybe a halfway kind of understanding of what this unconditional unconditional love really is. Um, mm-hmm. Once one really starts to get it, it's like, wow, I'm I'm seeing 27 days into my my um, solid food vacation. Um, how good I feel and, and uh, how, how much, how less I, I'm, I'm feeling triggered. And um, yes, it really seems that as this old morbid matter 
comes out of my 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 bowels, which we pretty much all of us know that the guts are connected with uh, the gut feeling with the yeah. unconscious mind. As the unconscious gets cleaned out, um, yeah, I'm the I'm not having to do so much conscious sort of management of my of my unconscious self. It's like my unconscious self is saying, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. I'm actually getting what I really want. I don't just want this sort of like patient parent who is uh, okay with the fact that I'm being moody and, and irritable and angry. And uh, that's okay. That's better than the old guy who used to be like, fuck this and F that. Um, but it's like, whoa, it's, it feels like the child in me, the real animal in me, yeah, is just uh, is happier. It fe- it's it's amazing what you're saying, because if if I just you know if someone's talking to me like okay Mother Earth loves us unconditionally and the masculine um, <clears throat> aspect of the divine um, creator also loves us unconditionally. I wouldn't have argued with that, of course, but it really feels like something is happening with you where you're actually experiencing that in, you know, in in your awareness, in your reality, in your body. You're actually experiencing it, and it's not it's not some sort of wispy, wimpy kind of a thing it's like you got kind of plugged into the mains or something and you're feeling how powerful this thing is is that does that i mean that's what it feels like listening to you yes it yes well said uh it it is that 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 it's about embodiment david i said this before in our conversations that i've i felt that when we speak about reincarnation the the transmigration of the soul it's, why do we keep reincarnating? Are we, you know, are we trying to up our IQs a little bit more and, and develop more you know, a better version of an iPhone? I don't think so. It's uh, I think anybody, a supermarket shelf stacker, can uh, just with a average IQ and not much ambition for being worldly rich, um, can kachin, you know, really the penny can fully drop, and they can know their 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 true nature as as awareness as as consciousness as god um and so this is something that i'm starting to find out can really only be done by first of all as jesus said first of all abiding by the laws of the earthly mother one can't do it through uh following the scriptures alone uh following the sort of the dry um the the dry words it's something that we have to embody um, before we really start to get what the scriptures are pointing towards. Wow. Can you tap in a little bit more? Give me a little bit more of what does it feel like when you feel this unconditional love of the of the the earthly mother that. Uh, I, I mean, I can feel the power in your voice when you're talking about that, but tell me more about that. I want to hear that. I want to feel it. Well, I suppose the way I feel it is that 
As I'm, it, it's just a very practical thing. It's it's not something that's particularly sort of cosmic or or spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a purely experiential feeling of knowing that I'm cleaning my body out. I'm 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 sort of I'm doing something that Jesus, at least in the Essene Gospel of Peace, he recommends. And I there's something inside of me in my the feminine side of my intelligence that felt, yes, I, I want to explore that. Mm-hmm. And as I'm uh, going into it, I'm feeling, goodness, everything that happened to the people that he, that, and they were much sicker than me in the story, um, they all started to feel better. And I'm starting to feel better too. Um, and the miracle is that it's not, I'm not just feeling better physically, but I'm feeling better psychologically. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to realize that this unconditional love well, it, it kind of is conditional, you know, because the condition is that in order to access the unconditional love, we have to abide by the laws of Mother Nature, you know. And, we're, mm-hmm. and when we do, when we do, when we follow her laws, and, and uh, because they are they're immutable, we are her children. We we come from Mother Earth. We we're Earthlings, mm-hmm. and we're designed to function in a particular way. And and when we um, persist in trying to function in a way that is not in alignment with how she's made us well it makes sense doesn't it that we're we're going to suffer we're not going to feel good mm-hmm. so in a way it's a paradox like a spiritual paradox um unconditional love is conditional <laughs> upon well, uh, mm-hmm. living it is uh, that maybe the love isn't conditional but the experience of the love is conditional yes you're right you're right you're right Ex, the 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 the, um, the the way to kind of a, a, actually accessing it and abiding in it. Yeah. We do, we, yes. It's it's like uh, wasn't it Jesus who said uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. So the meek, it's also been uh, um, interpreted as the humble shall inherit the earth. And I feel this is very appropriate. And I think even though that's a mainstream. Uh, accepted uh, message from Jesus, it feels to me that that is very much in alignment with his message in the Essene Gospel of Peace. Mm-hmm. So, wow. yeah, so we're now in the, we're, we're right at the end of the age of Pisces, aren't we? Um, because the, these astrological ages, these equinox ages, they last for about 2,000 years each. So it's very interesting that in the the, the, the Western uh, calendar um, is is aligned with the equinoxes. Super interesting. The, I, I live in well, we both live in Thailand, David and I, and um, in different places. And the uh, the Thai calendar is different because it started at the time of the Buddha, when yeah. uh, when the Buddha was said to to be born. But the Western one, it's not just that, you know, because it comes from like a Christian tradition. It's actually if we it, it's deeper than that in a way, it's more magical than that um, in that it's 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 starting at the beginning of a, an age. And now around about 2000, um, when we're transitioning from Pisces into Aquarius. So. And I, I've spoken about this before. I, I feel that the tarot, the major arcana of the tarot, the 22 cards of that tarot deck, um, re- each of them starting with the fool and going all the way through to the world, 
they represent as, uh, the, the qualities of those cards, um, the archetypal qualities represent the the likely influences and events that would be experienced over the over the course of 22 different centuries, starting with Christ. So Jesus was the fool, the fool bringing in the zero, bringing in something completely new, something innocent and beautiful and and, and mysterious, uh, which could also be misinterpreted and foolish and silly. Um, <laughs> and then. You know, a lot of the old sort of pre-Christian traditions, the fool was king for a day and then he was sacrificed. Um, so that's what happened, wasn't it, with Jesus? He was sacrificed, but then he was born again. And, and that's the uh, so from zero to ninety nine. That's like the that century was ruled by the fool. And then one hundred to one nine nine. That's the magician. And then so on. So we're, right now we're in. Uh, 20 which is judgment uh, which is is very interesting because this uh saint john the divine who who wrote revelation or didn't know if he wrote them but you know from whom uh, revelations spring um he knew he he wasn't just a like a, a thinker of from the 21st century those mystical guys back then they deeply were tuned into and accepted the archetypal forces that were at work at their times. And he knew that he was um, around at the beginning of the age of Pisces. And he knew that in around 20, uh, in uh, 2000 years or so, um, that the this whole age would come to an end. And there would be a big shit show, you know, because it would be like the people at that time there it's like their nervous systems would be subject to this big change in energy this change in energy from the piscean energy to the aquarian energy which is what we're uh, what we're going through right now okay so that brings us to this yeah we're going through this in the the culmination I guess of the the Piscean energy. We are. We're in the culmination of it, and we're in. Uh, if we look at the wisdom of the tarot, uh, we're in like the twenty time is judgment, which is mm -hmm. well, it's it's not necessarily judge. I don't think it's judgment by God on us. It's it's our ability to make the right calls and the right judgments for ourselves. Because I would say. That going back to Jesus at the beginning of the age of Pisces, what he represented at the beginning of this archetypal spiritual age was the possibility of, of true spiritual realization, uh, the Christ realization for, all, for the whole of humanity. And it's like he planted that seed at the beginning and then he died. We sacrificed him and then he was reborn in us, all of us. Every single person since Jesus, because whether we're Buddhists or Muslims or Christians, doesn't matter, or, or even people who don't consider themselves anything at all. Um, we're still all products of this age of Pisces. We're, we're all in it. And so we are at the end of this time right now, as the tarot says, we are, we're kind of in judgment because it's like, whoa, 2000 years in, what have we learned? through the wisdom of um, the experiences of all our ancestors 
and um, the, the you know the the, the the wisdom that I suppose that's inside of us in our DNA. How are we going to navigate these times? How how can we best do it so that we can move into um, uh, in, into this sort of this, this unknown new? Well, we know a little bit about what the age of Aquarius uh, um, is 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 going to um, bring us, but for the most part, it's like how are we going to um, navigate it? And we mm-hmm. should be navigating it from a from a from a Christ-like way, from a a, a spiritually realized way. And so, right at the start of that, again, to come back to the um, the Sing Gospel of Peace. Jesus was giving us a sort of like a blueprint. He was giving us a roadmap um, of what to do, of how to basically align ourselves to be the, 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 the greatest spiritual human beings that we can be. And his first stipulation was that if you want to connect with your heavenly father, you first of all have to do it through your, uh, you have to live in the bosom of your, uh, your heavenly mother. You have to abide by her laws okay so for him that was well we have to clean the body out and for me I'm, I'm realizing well this is why vegan diet never worked for me in the past because um oh by the way yes he he, he says he tells the people well when you start eating again um raw vegan is what you eat and you can you can drink milk as well fresh milk um which i don't want to do um but um, that's what he, he's talking about, raw vegan um, food. And I know for, for myself, the reason it didn't work in the past when I always tried it and got too skinny was that I still, my digestive tract was still too dirty and kind of blocked up on the inside. Even though I'd done, um, I actually did a 21-day fast, water fast at one time. I did herbal fasts, so many of them, I can't remember how, how many liver cleanses, parasite cleanses, the whole works. But I never really went on and just carried on until uh, nothing more solid was coming out. And so I feel that this is what's necessary. The body has to just be like rebooted um, mm-hmm. in order to be able to to obtain nutrition from plants. That it's, it's so much easier to get it from meat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can be quite bunged up and still get your energy because it's so concentrated that energy in meat and also cooked food mm-hmm. so yeah we have to we've got to sort of reboot the system and it's very interesting there's another little uh, realization I've had which I think is quite cool it, I, I like using the analogy um, of um, this computer analogy right of rebooting and talking about not having enough RAM to to really get something. Well, that RAM in the computer, that's the that's like the conscious mind of the computer. It is able the random access memory. Um, mm-hmm. It's not where all the data stored. That's in the hard drive. Um, so um, anyway, I think you know us. It's interesting. I think the, our hard drive is um, it's it's very much in our subconscious in the programs for our our organs but in a way it's i, I think it's interesting we could say maybe our hard drive is also like our bones could be and mm-hmm. i'm just starting to think wow this I, I i really feel this in myself that my software is my organs 
That's what it is. Because that's what the organs are these soft things, aren't they? They are soft, that's it. Yeah. And I remember going all the way back to when I was a kid. I got this from my dad. Both of us were really squeamish. I used to hate going to biology when I would even think about the, even the idea of hearts and kidneys and livers. I would just sort of, you know, I would feel lightheaded and want to fall over. And, <laughs> um, and it was like there was something in like kind of ET in me, I think, that really was resisting this this human sweat, blood and tears uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now you're you're really getting down into the. Uh the muck of it exactly and, but not just yeah. that but uh, i've been meditating intensely for years and and um i've been endeavoring for a long time to see if i can feel into my liver and feel it from inside and feel my heart and i've had some success but uh, in my meditation since starting this fast as i become cleaner when i tune into my physical heart and my liver and lungs it's the kidneys etc my brain it's like wow i can really feel like the 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 the, the intelligence there the real wow. intelligence is is like hey, wow cool hey nice to see you <laughs> wow really yeah 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 and i and i'm really blessed that i've been uh, i've been like a hardcore meditator hours a day since 1995 but uh, i you know, I, with the benefit of hindsight, I would have like said at that time, "Hey, young Jasper, um, do a do a do a solid food vacation right at the start." And uh, obviously, I, I you know I wasn't ready, and I needed to go through all of this uh, experience to get here. <clears throat> but um, certainly, that all that spiritual um, uh, practice that I've done, and there's just something inside of me that even though I was feeling like crap a lot of the time. I said, I'm not going to give up. I'm just, I'm going, I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. You know, I, I'm going to do this. And now I'm incorporating it um, as my body got sicker and sicker. Um, something just said, hey, listen, you know, you've got to come back to this raw vegan idea. And then this solid food vacation idea came up and I'm going that direction. And uh, again, I'm just feeling this real. God, it's so Piscean. I think you kind of have to be a Pisces to really appreciate the power of this Piscean spirituality. It's just the masculine and the feminine, the two fishes mm-hmm. swimming in opposite directions at the same time. And to our rational mind, it's like, yeah, but what do you want me to do? Do you want me to completely surrender and not think about anything and have no concepts at all and just go with the flow? Do you want me to do that? Or do you want me to have concepts? What should I do? And it's like, no, you've got to do both at the same time. You, you know, you have to have like be, be prepared that there is a part of your intelligence which likes concepts and can very much uh, benefit from from having them. Um, but at the same time, you've got to really um, not you've got to make just be at the same time. So like kind of flexible, <clears throat> so juicy so open on the inside so soft on the inside and 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 uh, and ready to change at any moment if you need to um that you're not becoming dogmatic in the slightest and this this is really the message of the age of pisces mm. sounds like improvisational music 
<laughs> yeah, which I actually don't like. <laughs> okay, but I no, mean, I'm, in 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 the fact that yeah, you're a skilled musician who knows all the things. Oh but yeah, you're you're doing it in the flow of the moment, as not knowing what's going to come next. Oh, of course, yeah. No, you're right, man. I mean, I the, the, I love the Doors. You know, my favorite band, and you listen to some of their recordings and. The guitarist Robbie Krieger and the Ray Manzarek, the keyboard player, they're just playing kind of different stuff on each solos. And it's what keeps it. It always comes back to Light My Fire or whatever they're playing. But uh, And so you've got that masculine structure, but then you've got this beautiful feminine dance over the top. It's just extraordinary. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. I think, yeah, I've just been, you know, feeling the sense of of the have having these physical dead you know matter things that are that are old and they're no longer vital that are inside our bodies you know the the whatever that must do to us while they're there but then the difference once they once they're no longer there and it's just the body yeah yes Yes, and, and uh, as the ancients told us, our organs are connected with the planets. Mm-hmm. So this, this is really the, I, I, for me, it's, it's, it's the key to understanding the human condition. Human condition is such that we're animals, for goodness sake, and, and we're animals who are not just uh, have connection with the main connection with the earth, like all the other animals do. Um, we can see some of the, the more sentient animals like dogs we can, and elephants, they can get jealous. They, they can, uh, you can see they, they also have these emotions, but they're more incipient than us. They, they don't really make a big, a big meal of them. Um, but with us, <clears throat> it's like these emotions are each, they're connected with the energies of the planets. And it seems that, uh, you know, Mother Earth, she's in a, solar system she's surrounded by other planetary bodies each of whom has their own energy and uh, it seems like you know as uh, as earthlings if we're going to go out and explore the universe uh, and to be able to do that in a loving way a way where we're not making enemies all the time uh, being good ambassadors for our earthly mother we're going to be we've got to really find out what is we've got to be an earthling first we have mm-hmm. to abide by by the laws of our earthly mother, and for the most part, we're not doing that because we're yeah we're feeling this Mars anger and this you know this Venus uh, desire for pleasure and and the Saturn ah, work harder work harder and the Jupiter um, kindness and and you know and we're trying to hold on to the good ones and avoid the bad ones and. Um, yeah, as Earthlings, it's like we really have to make our system so clean. And we, uh, it's like I, 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 another realization I've had on this fast is that I think a lot of the food that we eat, it's feeding like meat is probably feeding the Mars energy uh, in us. It's making us more active, more, more sort of not necessarily angry. I know you eat meat and you're not an angry guy. But it's making us, we could say, more oh, go down the gym and, and pump heavier weights and, and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the cooked food as well. It's uh, yeah, maybe has links with something which is not really from. It's not our natural food because it's as as we lose touch with our bodies and we yeah we feel these emotions and we're pulled hither and thither by these energies inside of us. It's almost like the the energies of the planets are just playing with us. Uh, and of course, the, the the ancients called the the energies of the planets the gods. We were just playthings of the gods. Hmm. And you feel like uh, you're you're less vulnerable to being um, tossed about by those kind of planetary energy winds now in your state. No, no. Not so much. I, I think like everybody, I feel uh, I can feel the energy of the changing times. <clears throat> but I feel that as I as my body's getting cleaned out, um, whatever emotions are coming in, um, I'm, that they're being processed so much more effortlessly than ever before. Right. It's, it's not something that I'm having to apply much effort to. Nice. Because I'm honouring my earthly mother, I'm I'm abiding by her laws, and so therefore it's sort of like I'm living on Earth. I'm not living on Mars. I'm not living on Venus. I'm not living on the Moon. And I think we do that when we tend to favour this emotion or that emotion, and we can't even feel our bodies. Mm. And I, I, over the court, my meditation has always been about getting in touch with the feeling of my body. Right. Um, but it, it, it's only really since this fast that I've been feeling the, the the actual the character and the softness and the juiciness of my of my inner world, my my internal organs. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for sharing all this, Jasper. This is very interesting for me. Well, I just I want to put this out there to you guys, to to our to our listeners as well as to my great friend David, because I. I want you to be open to this, guys. Even if you're a, like an Orthodox Christian and you think I'm absolutely crazy, tell, tell me what you think in the comments, please. Um, but I would say that just just um, maybe just be open. Be open to the possibility that, wow, okay, might, there might, maybe there are bigger influences at work here. Like even scientific people accept that we can be influenced by the, particularly women's uh, moon cycles, right? Can be influenced by the moon. Absolutely. Um, apparently, yeah, hospitals know that more craziness happens on full moon. So we know mm. this, for goodness sake. Um, we know that solar activity affects us, affects the weather as well. So why can't the, the, the subtler gravitational um, influences of the planets also have some kind of influence upon us and as they uh, dance through um, different positions in the heavens um, it seems that the it's like the yes the earth is going it's it being subject over very long periods of time um, to changing uh, influences mm-hmm. okay so I just want to say like very briefly that um, Okay, so if we've just coming out of 2,000 years of the highest um, possibility for spirituality and we look back and we see what happened, what does that say about um, 
about humans really you know it's like are, are we like really that dense that that amazing possibility of pisces turned into killing in the name of god well what we what we have to also look at is that these the precession of the equinoxes which is the from um pisces and now we're going to into aquarius and then it will be into uh, capricorn kind of goes like that um these 2000 year cycles they happen within bigger cycles cycles which are, are bigger than that um both of which were recognized by the ancient Greeks and by the ancient Indian astrologers and also by modern Indian astrologers. The Indians call them um, yugas and the Greeks called them ages. Mm -hmm. and the Greeks called them the, the, uh, the golden age, silver, bronze and iron age. And there are different interpretations of how long these ages last. But the one that I like from the, uh, the Vedic tradition Many people have heard of uh, autobiography of a yogi, Paramahansa Yogananda. Um, and I must say, this is not, I, I find his work a bit, um, that, that book a little bit fanciful, <laughs> being a kind of practical kind of guy. Lots of nice stories, but not very practical. But even so, I think a lot of what he said was, was, was really great. And his teacher, Sri Yukteswar, was a great spiritual teacher who was also a, a Vedic astrologer. And his calculations on the yugas, on the ages, was apparently that in 500 AD, we were at the nadir, we were really at the, the darkest part of the, uh, of the Iron Age, of the worst age, the age of ignorance. Um, which was, of course, that, you know, that was the, that was the dark ages, that was the time that... Uh, the Romans had left Britain uh, and the, you know, the, the sort of the hordes were coming in and um, killing everybody, apparently. Who knows? And King Arthur was trying to hold the, tra the tradition. Right, right. right. So uh, anyway, according to Sri Yukteswar, since um, 500 AD, we've been slowly, we've still been in the, uh, the Iron Age, but we've slowly been kind of coming out of that and moving towards the bronze age and so yes our it's like our um just at the kind of the same time as the possibility of this very high spiritual teaching was being made available to us we were in a very uh, ignorant time of mm. uh, this iron age and now at the end of it um when like dogmatic and orthodox Christians are waiting for Jesus the man to return, the only son of God to return, um, mm. maybe we have to be open to the possibility, uh, like I suggest, that um, well, you know, he was reborn in all of us. And uh, it's not a case at these, these end times now of waiting for him to return. It's, it's, it's waiting for his message his invitation, what he showed us was possible 2,000 years ago, that we manifest that each and each and every man and woman manifest that for themselves at this time. This is the 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 second coming. <laughs> is is uh, Christ coming through all of us at this time? Let's amen to that, brother. <laughs> yes, amen. That, that's. Uh, isn't that Hebrew for um, so it be, right? I think that's what it means. 
Okay, yeah. perfect. Which which is kind of the feeling it 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 feels inside me when I say it. Yeah, let Excellent. it be so, and so it is. Okay, well that's been quite a long show so far. Um, let us know what you think, everybody. Um, leave a comment. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're probably going to come back fairly soon because there, there are a few more things that I want to say, but we can't say them all at one time. So, hey, man, it's been great. Uh, well, thanks for holding the space here, David. I've done much of, most oh. of the talking as, as usual. It's fantastic. It's been, I, I'm really um, appreciating um, <clears throat> having a kind of a uh, a spectator seat, but a participating spectator in a certain sense to this to this great experience you're having that you've 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 created for yourself. That's uh, very present in this m- present moment, but also um, ancient. So uh, hats off to you, and thank you for for letting us all know what's going on. Thank you, brother. Thanks, everybody, and uh, you stay beautiful.